0: We interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly-scheduled programming. I'm more worried about the space octopus. Hey, it's Coolio, if you don't know, and it is time for yet another episode of Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. How is everyone doing? We're here, we're at Friday, we are at Friday, yes, that is how I'm saying it now. But the, the, the important point is, it's time to relax at this point. Um, yeah. So let's check out what's going on over in our world that is known as the extended world of low-bias gaming, because st- things are still a little uh, complicated. Anyway. Uh, Scarlet, uh, at YouTube.com slash low B-I-A-S, Scarlet, scarlet. uh, low bias scarlet. yes. Um, with a lot of episodes, 16 episodes, it looks like, of a new series, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I think that might be the PS4 version, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, three new episodes of Chronicle of the Sword, uh... And, uh, 12 new episodes of Brandish the Dark Revenant. Jade Farrow at youtube.com slash with a fairly wide gamut of new things, including an episode of Dragon Ball Advance Adventures, um, two new episodes of, uh, a kind of a stalled series on this channel, Aviary Attorney, uh, that's coming back. Uh, Two episodes of a new series, uh, The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons. I assume he's going to play Oracle of Ages later. Uh, And, uh, oh, that's for the latest Low Bias Monthly, which is games with save data that carries over. Um, Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Dry Twice, another new episode there, Corpse Party Blood Drive, one new episode, and Super Mario RPG, one new episode. The Real Zero, Z3RO. Um, with 30-minute games that keeps going, as well as new Amateur Hour for us, uh, Super Mario Bros. 2, and uh, also playing 7th Saga Randomizer, as well as J-Pop for Life, J-Pop number 4 LF, um, who is also doing 7th Saga Randomizer and playing Honey Pop, I guess? Eh, I don't know. And uh, also hit the end of the series for Dragon Force. Uh, so yeah, that's what's going on in the low this game community. Let's get some music, shall we? You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM by. Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. That song was by Toru Hasabe and Minky Modoyama. And it is the title theme and intro theme to today's game from the archives. John Rambo is a special forces soldier that is currently spending time in military prison, while until uh, Colonel Troutman decides that Rambo is the ideal soldier, which by the way, soldier is spelled solder here, anyway, to be sent on a special mission. Um, Rambo's mission is simple, go to Vietnam and photograph the POW camp there. He is also ordered not to engage the enemy or rescue any POWs. In Vietnam, Rambo meets his contact, Ko, and she sets up the passage to the POW camp. During the mission, Rambo cannot bear just photographing the POW camp when he has an ample opportunity to rescue a POW in the camp. So Rambo, disobeying his orders, tries to rescue a POW, which is when it starts to go wrong. Who do you think you are, Rambo? Well, I think you're probably correct in this case. Uh, this is Rambo, uh, an action game for the Nintendo Entertainment System, developed and published by Packin' Video. That's the name that we never hear ever. And released in 1987, it is part of. It was played as part of the Low Bias Monthly for March 2015, bad licensed games, which this is definitely that. This seems like a ripoff of um, what's it? Um, Zelda 2. Yeah, it feels like a knockoff Zelda 2. And I have demonstrated this game uh, for one single video, just to just to give you the idea of what this is all about. So that's on lowbiasgaming.net, l o w b i a s gaming.net, if
1: you want to check that out. Não, e
0: And you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. You're home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and unique. And speaking of weird, it is, of course... Time for the news of the weird, and as usual I do not read these stories ahead of time. Some of these may j- may not jive well with all audiences, but they have been scammed for objectionable content. As a result, one story is going to be skipped this week. Uh, this segment is about 13-15 minutes long, or something around there, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today can't help herself. Mm. Uh, Two weeks after a plea deal fell through in connection to a 2019 attempt to stow away on a flight at Chicago's O'Hare International Airport, Marilyn Hartman, 69, was arrested and charged with trespassing on March 16th as she attempted to sneak onto another flight at O'Hare, the Associated Press reported. At the time of her 2019 arrest, Hartman was on probation after having bypassed security in January 2018 and boarded a flight from Chicago to London without a ticket. The Cook County Sheriff's Department says it plans to seek a felony escape charge for Hardman. So... My, my question is, what's your plan there? Because, sure, you can try to sneak on to a flight from, uh, from Chicago to London, but what are you going to do? While you, are you going to just sneak onto another plane and come back? Do you think that's going to work out? I, I really don't think so. Um, yeah, so maybe maybe think about your plan before you actually enact it, but uh, as I like to say, don't do something bad in the first place. There won't be any problem. Perspective. In March, Einstein Cafe, an upscale dessert chain with outlets ac- across the Gulf Arab states, started a fad by selling his thick milky drinks in plastic baby bottles complete with nipples. Uh, the Associated Press reported that the cafe was inspired by photos of trendy bottles on social media, and the idea was an instant hit. People lined up at Einstein stores, they... thank you. Uh, they took photos, they had fun, they remembered their childhood, said Yunus Mola, CEO of the chain, but others were so angry they said horrible things. In Dubai, Kuwait, and Bahrain, uh, the government cracked down on the new café offerings, saying the the bottles violate the country's customs and traditions. In Oman, citizens, citizens were asked to report sightings of the baby bottle confections to a consumer protection
1: hotline.
0: <sighs> this just seems so strange. But you drink from a baby bottle and you remember your child. But How far back does your memory go? That's my question. But you know what? This is this is the kind of thing where I just kind of say, if if it harmed none, so might it be, you know? Just, this doesn't seem to be actively hurting anyone. So just let the people do what they want to do, even if it seems really weird. Anyway, this is why it's called News of the Weird, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone. Um, Recurring themes. Laura Rose uh, Carroll, 50, and her daughter, Emily Rose Grover, 17, were arrested in Pensacola, Florida on March 16th after an investigation by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement found the duo had allegedly stuffed the ballot box with votes for Emily for Homecoming Queen last fall. Excuse me? Uh, suspicions were raised when the Escambia County School District reported illegal as- accessing of hundreds of its students' digital accounts. Authorities said Carol, an uh, assistant elementary school principal, uh, had access to the district student information system, and investigators traced unauthorized entries into the system. Two Carol's cell phone and computers where two, uh, nearly 250 votes were cast. Fox News reported that investigators. Oh boy, Fox News. Excuse me. Uh, reported that investigators also does, also said students uh, reported being told by Grover about her mother's activity. Each of them was charged with offenses against computers and other cyber crimes along with conspiracy. Offenses against computers. To me, an offense against a computer is taking a bat to it. I don't know. But um, this seems, for for how this story was being pitched, it seems kind of extreme that they, that someone would get arrested for stuffing a ballot box for homecoming queen, maybe a little more concerning about the fact that they had access to children's information, personal private information. That's of concern, but mm, I don't know. It's a weird story through and through. This, they, they really got weird uh, covered in. This week's news over here. Compelling explanation. Andrew Almer of Fargo, North Dakota has flown an American flag from the balcony of his condominium for two years, but the condo association is now demanding the flag to be taken down because it creates too much noise flapping in the wind. You've gotta be kidding me, Almer told reported KBLY TV. It's not rude, it's not nasty, it's the American flag. It's not coming down anytime soon. How much noise can a flag make? I mean, I, I back like maybe seven to between seven and ten years ago. This one, I I don't exactly remember. I was working in a building that uh, had an Acadian flag, a very large Acadian flag flopping next to it. And admittedly it did make a fair amount of noise. I don't know that it was really making that much noise. Not enough to start complaining about it but I don't know. I'm not living here so I couldn't tell you for sure. Home Sweet Home, Vietnam veteran Tom, uh, Tom Garvey, 78, of Ambler, Pennsylvania, has released a new memoir not about his service in Southeast Asia, but about the secret apartment he, ma- he maintained for two years in an empty concession stand in the Philadelphia's Veterans Stadium once home to both the Phillies and the Eagles, reported the Philadelphia Inquirer. From 1979 to 1981, Garvia lived in an off-the-wall South Philly version of the Phantom of the Opera, he said, furnishing the apartment with a bed, sink, refrigerator, a stereo, coffee maker, hot plate, and seating for guests who included players' wives waiting for their husbands after games. Leftover AstroTurf served as the carpeting. Uh, cousin Terry Nylon uh, said being in Garvey's apartment located literally in left field felt like quote, VET STADIUM was in his living room. Uh... What? Uh... oh man... I'm... I, I really don't have much to say about this one. This... Maybe it comes from the fact that Maybe it's just part of my my sequence of events for today as I'm recording this, where I just watched a show for another podcast that uh, that I'm on. And um, I don't know. maybe my maybe my view is being twisted by that, but let's just move on to a story about sour grapes andreas flayton of Peachtree city georgia quit his job at walker luxury auto works in november visibly annoying his boss he told wgcl tv but he was promised his final 915 paycheck would be paid in january when the check didn't come flayton uh, contacted the georgia department of labor and one night in mid-march 500 pounds of oily pennies were anonymously dumped in his driveway Presumably totaling $915. Clayton has been storing them in a wheelbarrow, but they can't be cashed until they are cleaned. I, I guess that's legal tender? That's just mean, though. I. Like, why. Th- this was. Mm, this was as much trouble for buddy of of Walker Luxury Auto Works as it is for Andreas flake Like, why even, why even go through this process? Because if you think it's a moral victory, it really isn't. Um, anyway. Blessings or curse? Work had begun on the small bungalow retired banker, uh, that work had begun on the small bungalow, retired banker Charles Pole, 81, of Wy- uh, Wyvelascombe, England was building for himself on his property when excavators unearthed the remains of a 13th century bishop's palace, simultaneously solving a local mystery and bringing construction to a halt. Historians had been looking for the site, once home to Bishops of Bath and Wells, for 200 years, and a spokesperson from the Southwest Heritage Trust described it to the Somerset County Gazette in early March as, quote, a significant find. In the meantime, though, Paul is stuck with a bill. The cost of investigation is going to cost me around $26,000. Um, I don't know why they didn't post that in pounds, but, you know, whatever building will continue after the site is protected and covered over again. I mean that that's that's pretty cool but why 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 is Mr. Pole here being stuck with the mill? It's I don't know. Weird things happening. Lots and lots of weird things. Fine points of the law, lawyers filing briefs for the U.S. Court of Appeals on, uh, for the District of Columbia Circuit were advised on March sixteenth that the court would be officially discouraging the use of Garamond typeface, a centuries-old font widely used in printed books because it, quote, can be more difficult to read, wrote uh, court clerk Mark J. Langer. Fox News, once again, reported the font is popular among attorneys, but author and web designer David Kadavi gets it. Garamond is considered one of the best fonts in existence, but it, quote, can be a disaster on the web. It's better to use a modern font that has been drawn with the screen in mind. Let's see if I have a picture of Garamond. It's... it's a decent font, I guess. Uh, the, the... The big concern, I guess, would be that not all computers might have Garamond font installed, which means that it would look differently on some of this computer, but nowadays you can embed fonts into websites. I know this because I ended up embedding Impact font despite that font being present on most computers uh, into the uh, Low bias Gaming website, so you know, uh, there it is, and there you go. I guess uh, least competent criminals to uh, clear out this list of truly bizarre news this this week. Uh, Robert Raddick, 29 of Marlboro, New York, scored a hat trick on March seventh. Uh, on March seventh. When he was arrested three times in one day, the daily freeman reported. Um, First stopped that morning in the city of Newburgh, driving a Jeep Cherokee, Raddock was found by the trooper to have a suspended license and crack cocaine with him, for which he was charged with a misdemeanor and released according to authorities. At 2.30 p.m., police said the same trooper stopped him again, this time in a Honda Civic and a fed, a, again found him in possession of crack cocaine along with hair, uh, heroin. His final arrest came at 5.45 p.m. when Rodick was stopped uh, driving the Cherokee again and detained after the trooper determined he appeared to be under the influence of drugs, said police. Raddick was released with tickets on all three violations and ordered to appear in court in This is, this is a person who just doesn't know when to quit. Okay, let me tell you that much. Um, in Volusia County, Florida, Sheriff's deputies responding to a fire at Myers Marine Service in Deland on March 13th were met by witnesses who said they saw Sean Sword, <laughs> that's an amazing name, Sean Sword running out of the building saying, I lit a tow rope on fire. Uh, Sword, who was severely burned, told deputies conflicting stories about his motives according to court papers, but after being interviewed at the hospital, he admitted he was looking for a vehicle to steal, but quote, it didn't work out. So he set a tow rope on fire and the flames spread, admitting that he hoped to be in jail for a long time. Okay, Boats and equipment valued at nearly $100,000 were, ja- were damaged. Records show, and sword faces arson and burglary charges. One might one might call this a two-sided story, um, but that's because I'm trying real hard to stretch this as a joke. This was not written in the actual news. This is me being me. Um, so yeah. There that is, and there you go. Uh, so let's get to some music, shall we? You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 and you're listening to square wave symphony on ckdu 88.1 fm halifax and welcome back to square wave symphony here on ckdu 88.1 fm halifax your home for video games chiptunes and all things weird and geeky and it is time for gaming next month yes it is the last friday of march which means that we will look at the games that are coming out in April 2021, starting with Outriders, which is coming out for PlayStation 5 and 4, Xbox Series and 1, and for the PC. Uh, That's on April 1st. April 6th, two new games. We have Lost Lost Words Beyond the Page for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, uh, and Oddworld Soulstorm for PS5 and 4, as well as for the PC. Before Your Eyes is coming out April 8th for the PC. The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 4 is coming out for Switch and PC on April 9th. Uh, On the 13th we have Poison Control for PS4 and Switch. Ashwalkers is coming out on April 15th for the PC as well as Saga Frontier Remastered um, for the PS4, Switch, PC, iOS, and Android. On April 20th, we have MLB The Show 21 for PS5 and 4, Xbox Series and 1. Um, For April 27th, we have Atelier Mysterious Trilogy Deluxe Pack, Uh, not sure which Atelier games that contains, but you can look it up, that's on PS4, Switch, and PC. Uh, Judgment is coming out on April 23rd for PS5, Xbox Series, and Stadia, as well as near Replicant version 1.22474487139 I don't know why that's necessary for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And finally April 30th for new releases, new Pokémon Snap, because Nintendo doesn't know what to name their games. It's coming up for the Switch, R-Type Final 2, because the last one wasn't actually Final, uh, for Xbox Series and 1, and PS4 and Switch. Uh, Returnal for PS5, as well as Terminator Resistance in also for PS5. That's all on April 30th. So that is your list of games coming out in April. Fairly short list compared to some of these past months, like March being a huge list, January being a huge list. Nice and short list this month. Uh, you can check this list on GameInformer.com slash 2021, um where it gets updated regularly. And uh, yeah, that's just coming out. Let's get some music shall we? You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 Knock. Lost in a Blizzard by Floresora, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And I found a thing. Yes, I found a thing, and I'll share that thing with you in a segment that I like to call I Found a Thing. And that's a thing that I found... Some time ago, but uh, kind of forgot about it until it was brought back to my attention. Um, it's a thing called AI Dungeon, and if you don't know what AI Dungeon is, um, you might—some of you might remember the old text adventure games, of especially the DOS era, like early DOS to mid-DOS. Just these games that. Did not have any graphics at all. You basically type uh, type in everything that you want to do. It may or may not understand what you're trying to do, but uh, then it, you go through this adventure. Uh, AI Dungeon is kind of that, except that the adventure doesn't pre-exist. Um, it is entirely generated based on context and uh, AI, uh, AI text and character and story generation um, and it's kind of a fascinating thing like it, it is it, it can create some worlds that are more or less coherent sometimes and then sometimes it will just completely forget what it's doing and take a right turn at Albuquerque and just All of a sudden, you're in a completely different story and you don't even know what's going on. Um, It will come up with some very strange names for characters sometimes, and other times, just a completely standard one. Uh, It's a trope called Aerith and Bob. (laughs) Uh, Just looking at the um, the TV Troves page right now, um, you can kind of customize your character. But again, it might forget what it is that, that uh, your character is, and um, it can go in all sorts of directions. But it does have a safe for mode, but it doesn't necessarily always quite like follow that. Um, but what we're going to do is um, we're going to try the um, tutorial mode. So that's going to lead us through uh, kind of a standard type of thing. Um, So you have, I'm going to read this out here. Welcome to AI Dungeon. There are a few tricks to using the AI that can help you get started. Select any of the first four options for a brief overview of the commands available to you. You'll learn the difference between action modes like DO and STORY as well as how to use buttons like RETRY and World Information. You can skip or reselect the scenario at any time by leaving in, uh, via the menu in the top left and your ongoing story is automatically saved. The four options are Defend your Keep, Space Exploration, Demons and Wizards, and Zombies. We're let let's now go into Space Exploration, it's generating a story and soon we shall start and play, we'll just play this for a little, little short You're the commander of the spaceship Harbinger. You've been traveling through the Magellanic clouds when you find a strange planet near a dying star. While most of your crew is in hibernation, you and a few of the flight crew are keeping things running. As you scan the planet and add it to your charts, your navigator detects a signal coming from the planet. It's weak, but it's clearly not natural. Um, So what we're going to do is read the signal. The signal. Let's see what it, it responds to. As you scan the planet, you find that the planet is inhabitable. In fact, it's covered with inhabitable islands. There is no evidence that the planet was ever colonized, though. Now um, yeah, it says also, Great, so that was generated by the AI. We can generate other potential responses by using retry. Go ahead and use retry, but feel free to do some more actions first. So Let's let Let's see what else the AI can do for this situation. We read the signal again. The last thing never happened. The faint signal is coming from the planet's surface and it's getting stronger. It's one-third klaxon and two-thirds radio
1: static.
0: Um, And we can also undo uh, the action of reading the signal. Um, So what we're going to do is scream. Because we're gonna undo this action, but let's let's see what happens if we just scream. You scream and wail at the sky. The signal is static. The planet is dead. It's not a world, but a rock drifting through space, lit by the dying star it was discovered next to. So let's undo that. Oh, now it's telling me to redo. Okay, well, we're still gonna undo that. Um. Let's see. So ask a crewmate what they think of this. And let's see what the says. Chief Gallum is keeping an eye on the scan and listening to the scan. She, I think that is uh, some kind of message. I don't know what it means though. Check computer records for language match. Check computer records for a language match. The language of of this signal is unknown to us. It could be a transliteration of some sort, though. The signal continues to grow stronger. Now you can make out words in the static. Let's listen closely to what those words could be. speaker is clearly growing more distinct, and you're able to make out words. This is a signal from God? The man asks, confused. Oh my. Hmm. Uh, how should we respond to this? To specifically do a, a to, to specifically submit a do action because there's three types of actions you can do: you can do, you can say, and you can just directly control the story. Um, so we need to do something. So we're going to become concerned about this message. Let's see. Chief, I think we need to land immediately, you say. We're out of energy. We'll run out in a few hours, the Chief says. We have to investigate. Ah, so we're, the ship is out of energy, which is really bad because because the rest of the the crew right now is in stasis. That is, if the game remembers this. <laughs> uh, next move, you say. On energy at that last nebula. We, we did. The pump breaks down every so often, he says. Now it wants us to have a story action. So suddenly, the ship ship goes into gray mode due to lack of energy. We haven't many resources for another engine, the chief says. Well then, I guess we'll have to land He begin scanning the planet for an oxygen-bearing world. So you can even just write a single word; it will continue for it for you. Try it out. Um. So all I'm gonna type is "you find no period." You find a suitable world with high energy readings and an oxygen-bearing atmosphere. The clan is also close enough to make a a short fuel up in rest stop So, one more story action. The ship's autopilot engages um, automatically, having considered its situation. And the course is set for this... Just before the ship enters the planet's atmosphere, the chief stands and says, "I'll stay here. My people need me." You nod and continue to focus on the screens ahead. Uh, So I'm not gonna go really any farther with this. Uh, This just give you an idea. Like this entire story was completely randomly generated and you can come up with all sorts of weird and interesting stories like that. Uh, it's at ai um, aidungeon.io um, and you can play there. It's completely free. You can also see pe- as people's stories that they have published and um, yeah Just go hog wild. Uh, th- this is the best thing since Zombo-com. Since Zombo.com, you can do anything there, but here you can make everything a reality. Just don't read into it too much. You're listening to Squirrel Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. Let's get some music, shall we? Tell me when, and that just about does it for today. I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for anyone who is a fan of the show out there. And, um, yeah, hopefully that uh, you had some fun and uh, that you will come back for uh, the next episode, whenever that may be. But uh that's going to do it for now, and I'm kind of going in circles, so maybe I should just close it up here. <laughs> Square Wave Symphony is based on the format of the Electric was podcast by Jason, partner of Low Bias Gaming, lowbiasgaming.net. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. Game, uh, Gaming next month is powered by Game Informer, gameinformer.com. The segment music composed by myself, and I'm with Twilight of Defects, Sean Daly, Pink Projects, and Commissar. Stay tuned for The Astrology Show coming up next on CKDU, followed by The Witching Hour at 7pm and press start to continue at 8.30. Comments, questions, want your tit-tunes featured on the show? Email me at squaresim at lowbiasgaming.net, L-O-W-B-I-A-S gaming dot or get in touch on Twitter at squaresim. that's You can also leave feedback on CKDU.ca, click on Shows, find Square Wave Symphony, and click on Leave Feedback. There's also a podcast version of this show. It's available on lowbiasgamingnet slash sim, or just search for Square Wave Symphony. Square Wave is one word on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or TuneIn Radio, or most of the podcasters out there. This has been Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm Coolio, if you don't know. I'll see you guys next time.